If you're craving the time, energy, and capacity to put yourself first, run your business, and have a full life, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Radiant Soul Sisters podcast. I'm your host, speaker, coach, supporter, and fellow soul sister, Susan Cruz, and this is your space to shine. I will be connecting you to amazing, inspiring women who are living their best lives while constantly learning to create work-life harmony. If you are too, or you're craving this, we're here to cheer you on. I am so excited to have with us on this episode, my friend and Radiant Soul sister, Marty Clemens. I met Marty through the Southeast Hemp Association and have treasured getting to know her beautiful soul. She has done some amazing work as an attorney. However, her light really shines in her work through her yoga community and as an entrepreneur. Marty, I am so glad you're here today. Thank you for having me, Susan. I appreciate it. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about yourself. Well, um, as you alluded to, I, I did start my career um, in Ohio. Uh, my, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not my career. <laughs> that would be my life. I was born in Ohio. <laughs> um, and uh, went to college in Arizona and law school in, in L.A. And oh, wow. uh, my first job was in Chicago as an attorney. And so my first career was as a lawyer. And I would say that first career was I did everything that I thought I was supposed to do, um, every kind of expectation. My family had a high expectation for education, um, my culture of achieving. And um, so that was my first career as, as a lawyer. And then you know, as my career as a lawyer was winding down and I, I got married and I was going to be having kids, I really did take that, that pause and say, what do I really want to do next? And what, what my mind went to at the time was yoga, because I had a really positive experience with yoga when I was 17 years old. In Ohio, I was doing yoga at a time when it was not popular. Not at all. (laughs) I was, in fact, the only student in the class of a small town in Ohio doing yoga. And my my parents were paying for it. And I would say, oh, we did candle gazing today or whatever we did. And my parents literally thought I was in a cult, but they they must have saw that it was some positive effect on me because they kept paying for it. paying for me to go to yoga and I uh, had a real great yoga teacher who taught me even though I was the only student she was kind of trapped in the small town just like I was she was married to somebody from there and um, you know I did feel trapped I felt mm-hmm. uh, growing up in a small town I felt very limited um, I was very curious and there wasn't a lot of diversity there wasn't a lot of diversity in any way of thoughts of of people of anything so uh, I went as far away for college as I could go <laughs> to Arizona right. and did, you know, I think I did go the farthest from anyone in my high school. And, um, but, you know, yoga was always a theme through my life, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't front and center again until I left my career as a lawyer. And right. um, 
I was 36 years old. I was pregnant with my first daughter and um, I started a yoga teacher training, pregnant at ah. 36 years old. And um, so I was, it was a two year training and I was five months pregnant when I started. And I was two weeks pregnant with my second daughter when I ended. So oh, wow, uh, <laughs> I gravitated towards teaching a lot of uh, prenatal and mom and baby kind of yoga at different mm -hmm. studios. And I was working part-time as a lawyer from home and part-time as a yoga teacher um, until about 2009, um, I transitioned to full-time yoga and opened a yoga studio in Chicago. Oh, I love that. Um, you know, I love the thought of how yoga really got into your world when you were a teenager, right? And that yeah, your parents thought you were in that cult in air quotes, right? But yeah. they continue to support you because obviously mm -hmm. they could see something. And, and what a great testament to your parents, yeah. because I can tell you, my dad wouldn't have paid for it. Yeah. You know, and that, that goes yeah. back to, to a lot of um, growing up and doing what we think we're supposed to do, right? Right, right. But anyway, so Marty, throughout, throughout the years, you know, you've been a lawyer, but I know now you're an entrepreneur. Um, yeah. You've been you've been working in the hemp space, which is challenging many times in itself, right? Yeah. But I know you're an entrepreneur. So what what is one of the biggest yeah. lessons you've learned about being yourself and being an entrepreneur? Yeah, I think that's the challenge. Is um, when you're in business, there's always that constant lure to do something that's maybe out of your integrity or out of your authenticity because you need to at that point in your company, you feel like you need to at that point in your company's development. Right. Um, so you might, you know, lose your authenticity or your integrity, I think. And so I do think it's a struggle to be an entrepreneur and be authentic when, you know, the system that you're operating in doesn't necessarily reward that. Oh my goodness, could we have a long conversation about that, <laughs> especially on the hemp side of the world, yes. you know, and, and I can tell you for, for me personally, as leading Huntsboro Hemp, you know, when Delta 8 came around, you know, yeah. that was a really big challenge, and I do not carry any Delta 8 yeah. products, I do not make Delta yeah. 8 products, and, yeah. you know, people constantly are telling me, well, do you know how much money you could make? If you yeah. would get into Delta A. Yeah. Well, yes, I'm very aware of that, but yep. it's not me and it's not being true to myself. And I right. love that. You know, um, I love yep. that you remind us as an entrepreneur to really stay true to yourself. So, yep. um, you know, you've had high power careers and <laughs> you've had yoga in your life to help keep you grounded. So what, yeah. what do you think is that key to having work-life harmony? Well, I, I think it's important to understand that it's not, um, it's not something that we, we get to and it ends, right? Like right. once something happens, then I'll have that work-life balance, right? It's a constant rebalancing every day that we get up. Um, and I think it's good to have long-term goals, like good to have short-term goals right. and um, 
just really, really getting and understanding the importance of self-care because, yeah. you know, you can't be in balance and you, you can't be showing up as an entrepreneur or a mom or a wife or whatever, whatever roles you're playing. Um, if you're, you're depleted and, you know, it's so easy in this fast paced, busy world. That's just, we're swimming in stress and we don't even realize it all the time um, to, to neglect self-care. And it's just, it needs to be in your phone. Like your meetings need to be in your phone. I agree. And I, I think there, I use the word balance, but more often what I really talk about is harmony, yeah. right? You know, creating this symphony in your life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you need to be playing a different instrument. You know, you might need to be playing the work in instrument, or you might right. need to be pay playing, taking care of adult children right. instrument or aging right. parents. And yeah. that, that you just acknowledge it and you let it create this beautiful symphony of life, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it's ongoing and never changing. You're never, yeah. never supposed to stay in one measure forever. Right. Right. That's right. right. That's right. right. And it's that flexibility. I think, mm -hmm. you know, um, my yoga studio in Chicago was called Bend. And it, oh, our tagline was Bend Your Body, Bend Your Mind. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> because the, the real benefit of yoga is that flexibility and being able to pivot um, and keeping it open, the less, you know, structured framework we have expectations of how something is supposed to go uh, the better when we are just trying to be in the present moment and going with the flow we block the flow by you know saying something's got to show up this way it's got to show up um i have it you know once we get locked in we lose other opportunities because we've blocked them out right and so Someone once told me you you can't receive with a, a tight fist, right? You have to let go and have an open to receive and uh, open mind, open body. I think being in flow, right? But we are co-creators, so yes. I think sometimes people are in flow and are like, "Well, I'm just going with the flow, and whatever happens happens." But we have power in that flow. We're co-creators with it, so. I think it's it's equally important to know where you want to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me, what is one thing you do every day to, for your radiant soul to shine? Well, for me, you know, yoga really took me down this path of um, I did Hatha yoga first and then I did Kundalini yoga. I was always um, very attuned to energy and moving energy. I was looking for ways to move energy quicker. I became a Reiki master. Kundalini yoga really opened me up to, uh, to energy and feeling energy. And, um, and that kind of led me down this path of uh, really the inter exploring that intersection of science and spirituality and right. the role the, the brain plays in, in our experience of life and who we are. And um, so the current thing that I've done that I, I have, done this since when did I first uh, became a facilitator of this work in 2014 it's called higher brain living 
and source code meditation and the nine summits of transformation. So what it is, is it's a brain first meditation. So I'm first engaging the part of my brain that is responsible for your executive functioning. It's primarily your prefrontal cortex in the center of your forehead, and it roughly correlates to your third eye. Um, So prepping the brain first before I introduce my meditation makes the meditation more effective. So that's the the primary path I've been on since 2014. Interesting. I am going to have to learn more about that. And I love um, the thought of anything that has to do with the frontal cortex, you know, or the brain in general, because I think, you know, I believe that the better care we take of our brain, whatever that is, or whatever that looks like, the healthier we're going to live throughout life. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, for me, I wasn't paying it. I, you know, I know I have a brain and I wasn't really paying attention. And uh, right before I started the training for this, this work, I fell and slipped on some ice in Chicago when I was walking my dog and um, I got a concussion and it was the first time I ever had a concussion or any kind of, you know, brain injury. Right, right. And I couldn't read, I couldn't view my computer, you know, it was a mild concussion, but the effects of just that little mild concussion on my life, I was like, wow. And so I believe it was like a little nudge from the universe to say, pay attention to that thing that's in your head. (laughs) It's really (laughs) important. (laughs) Yes, 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 it is. Oh, Oh my goodness. I am so enjoying this conversation and I hope that our listeners are enjoying it well as well. And if they are interested in learning more about living your life on purpose or having work-life harmony, be sure to connect with me, Susan at Susan Cruz Co. on all of my socials and reach out for time to chat if you'd like to get to know me better. Marty, how can our listeners find you? Well, my company is called The Good and True. Yes. And it's a hemp protein powder superfoods company. And I'm on LinkedIn as well as Marty Clemens, uh, C L E M O N S, because a lot of people spell with two M's because there's a town here, right? That's right. <laughs> or E N S. Yes. So I'll have um, it in our in our show notes too. So our, yeah. our listeners can find yeah. you. Yeah. And I'm on Facebook. I'm easy to find. Perfect. And I'm super excited because my protein shakes should be here any minute. So I'm going to get to get to sample those and share those with the world as well. Marty, thank you for your time today. But before we go, I have one last question. For that woman who is listening, what would be your biggest piece of advice or something that you would like to share with her today about living in this work-life harmony or creating the life you love? Well, you know, I would say um, understand that the the culture is spinning around with stress and that you need to get, take a, go take a, you know, like a silent retreat or go, you know, go somewhere where you can actually get out of it for a while and think clearly Um, and journal, you know, really like I am, I follow integral theory, which is Ken Wilber's work. And he talks about you can't boil a life down into any smaller parts than your mind, your body, your relationships, and your environment. 
So thinking about what kind of a mind do you want and what you would have to do differently to get it and what kind of a body do you want and what you would have to do differently to get it and relationships, you know, looking at your work, your colleagues, your, your family dynamics, they're all dynamics and we're all participating in it and we can show up differently and we have to show up differently if we want to shift any of those, those um, dimensions and your environment. Absolutely includes you know are you living in a place that feeds your soul are you living in a place that drains your soul right right and I know you told me you've just moved somewhere that I imagine is really feeding your soul yes I did and and honestly I needed to see the mountains every day and every morning I say good morning to the mountains I'm so grateful to be able to see the mountains and um yeah I think our soul like I observed that some people are you know, I'm sure there's lots of different variations of it, but people tend to be ocean people or mountain people is what I've kind of, you know, gathered the pattern and I'm a mountain person. So I'm in the mountains now and um, I've wanted to be here. And so, yeah, you got to pay attention to where your soul wants to be. And in our world now, you know, we get stuck places and, you know, because of X, Y, and Z, but having that goal of going to your soul home, um, it's really important. Your envi- we we right. don't we don't really understand how having a beautiful environment that feeds your particular soul is important. So so important. Well, thank you so much, Marty, for joining me today. And mm-hmm. I hope yes, what a great conversation. I just um, you make my my soul shine or just feel good in our conversation. So I really appreciate that. I hope our listeners have enjoyed this episode of the Radiant Soul Sisters, and so many thanks to Marty Clemens for being here today. Join us next time when I'll shine the light on another Radiant Soul Sister on her path to work-life harmony in creating a life that she loves. Till then, I'm your host, Susan Cruz, and you can find all of our episodes, resources, community, and much more at my website, susancruzco.com. Thank you.